But that's how Trump won the election because he was like, he was like, I'll give you all the best jobs. You'll all become, you'll all become gold plated robots. Yeah, it's fuck yes. The, <laughs> Finally, your savings are going to be huge. And everyone's like, Yeah, I would like my savings to be huge. Like people were like, I would like my coal job back. That would be great. So yeah, they voted for the guy that said like, I'll fix your life. So, you know, it's 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 like everybody does it, and then nobody fixes anybody's life, and everything gets worse. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to Thought Cop. <laughs> <laughs> outraging the internet and then we let you be the judge we let you be the jury we let you be the executioner too in the court of public opinion i am officer kevin with me is officer grant i think we should do a contest between you and asterios and see who's louder <laughs> no god i was gonna ask you like is why are you so high energy <laughs> you know asterios it comes on here and there in spurts i can't seem to keep it up but i can occasionally let's, let's leave it at that you leave it at that let's thank our guest from last week dan bach thanks so much for coming on thanks for saying such nice words about us online what a guy check him out check that episode out but you know what here we are it is episode 69 that's right episode funny number i almost forgot <laughs> a fantastic occasion that's right I, and we got can i ask you go ahead go ahead I'm sorry. Look, you probably even haven't properly introduced me, right? Have me have you? Well, we haven't. I well, I said your name, but yeah, not technically. Someone said but... my name, and I was like, "That means I can talk." But <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll shut up for a minute. Oh, that's okay. Now that voice you're okay. hearing—that's that—that's Asterios Coconuts. He's back on the show. Back for round two. Hi. Yeah. I love you, you adorable boys. I love you, <laughs> thought cops. Thank you, Asterios, for coming on and your kind words. We love you too. Okay. Okay, I have a question about the the funny number. Yes, right. um, yes. All right, so what? So whenever anybody uses the n the numerals six and nine in that order, someone will inevitably respond with "nice." Right now, I tried to Google like w a long time ago. Like, where does "nice" come from? Is that a reference to a movie? <laughs> I what? Why do people? I mean, I get it that it's funny, and I get it that sixty nine is like the, a sex thing, but like. What is the origin of the nice meme? I have my guess. I think, well, okay. first of all, I think it's people fucking love sex. Am I right, guys? <laughs> hey. And I think people also quote that South Park episode with the cop. Nice. But but that but that cop is talking about like pedophilia. Yes, like, he was. So that's the thing. Like, I 
the cops, the cop is the one like nice in response to the fact that like uh, a, a a young boy is banging a hot teacher. Sure. And so the cop is like nice. It's like, but that's got nothing to do with sixty nine. That's a, you know what I'm saying? I think that response was just sort of generally adopted into the cultural zeitgeist. I want to say, I think that it's one of those things from middle school, sort of like that weird shaped S thing where it just sort of happened. Mm. It's yes. uh, mm-hmm. sort of a meme of its own. And that's mm-hmm. an important thing to, mm-hmm. how, how do memes get started? Like the a fucking like uh, a short video clip of Bart Simpson smashing a chair over his father's back has somehow been parodied hundreds of times. And for what reason? I couldn't begin to tell you poison in our brains that's all that's the only thing i can think of that's all i think of Asterios, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking hard what's your what's your uh what's your uh opinion i don't i th- <sighs> the way people say nice makes me think that like matthew mcconaughey may have said it and uh, dazed and confused that could be but cut. I don't know. So wait, I'm just just one more time. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna Google sixty nine. Nice. Okay. Let, okay. Us, let us know what you get there. Take as much time as uh, me. Well, know your meme has figured it out. Thank fucking Christ. This article wasn't up last time I looked for this. Oh, this was added three years ago. No wonder. Okay. Blah blah blah. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or nice. Online, it is a popular practice to reply to every post with the six the six nine number in it, regardless of context. With nice, in twenty seventeen, the Daily Dot published an extensive history of the practice. Are you according to research? The words sixty nine and nice began to be commonly associated with each other in the summer of twenty eighteen. Whoa! Wow, this is old. And you're right. Obviously, it is. It is. It is related to the the number the the South Park clip, but according to this article, there is no. Ah, uh, wait a minute! Oh boy! Oh, this is history, folks. Examples. This is more popular, important than public school. <laughs> much more important. Popular <laughs> examples of sixty nine being associated with nice came in 2019 with regard to sporting events. For example, during a football game, commentator Al Michaels mentioned how Vikings defender Jared Allen was harassing quarterback Kurt Warner by saying sooner or later, number 69 will be in your face. Wow. Twitter user PlayStub replied to the quote with the word nice and the year shown tw- below and the year 2019 didn't even happen yet. So that's pretty awesome. No, <laughs> I, I cannot this wait. Is, I'm reading... <laughs> I mean, the nice thing about the word no in Know Your Meme is it is it is tenseless. So it's like, you know, you could know, like, if you want to get to know your future grandkid or get to know your history, I mean, the word is in use in both cases. And right. one, one of our uh, former guests on the show uh, from the podcast Thought Police, Connor, on uh, one of his arms has a tattoo of the Roman numeral 69. Nice. And then the other arm, the word nice. It does. Oh my god! Yeah. I forgot the second tattoo. Yeah. Oh my god, this all makes sense. I just wish they were more connected because the <laughs> yeah. thing is, in that South Park clip, you know, he's just he. It's a general congratulatory statement to a a boy who's who's really pulling above his weight by pulling a hot, sex sexually attractive teacher. But the thing is, it's like, well, you could kind of say nice. 
in response to any sexual act then. You know what I'm saying? Right. If there's no connective tissue between them, then the word nice is... It's like a meme without a home. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. It stereos, just bothers me, guys. the world is not so black and white. And I, <sighs> I, it'd be easier if it was, but sometimes, the you know, there's grays, you know? Like, I know. I think there's about uh, 50 or so shades of those, right? Oh, not, nice. Nice. Forget it. Let's, nice. Uh, let's move on from this. Um, nice. So that that is our guest. You're hearing his voice. It's Asterios Kokonos. You may know him from Toys for Cheap, Enemies of 20-something Mega Man, Waifu Wars, the podcast Science Friction, the podcast Asterios Kills a Kid, streaming on Twitch TV, Patreon.com slash Asterios with theme song by our own Grant Mooney, oh, and yeah. of course, the New York court system and his upcoming Ugh. appearance with Asterios' Atlanta Garage Tour, Asterios Kokonos. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello. I so, missed you. Yeah. Missed you, too. <laughs> and this is Asterios Unleashed. This is, uh, the, 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 uh, the chains are off. That's right. Indeed. The chains are finally off. Uh, for some of our listeners that may not be too familiar, I know we talked about it a number of times, uh, on here, but, uh, do you want to talk at all about, uh, your recent court proceedings and the uh, sort of bind you've slipped your way out of at all? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm down to talk about almost anything. Nice. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, but yeah, your, uh, your trial was just thrown out. Your, your $20 million lawsuit was uh, thrown out with preju- without, without prejudice. Without prejudice. Meaning you're because currently free. I'm without, because I'm without prejudice. Yes. Nice. And I, f- and, I nice. Also, and I feel like the court should be too. It, prejudice is such an ugly word. It's disgusting. Can you imagine if you were like, I'm dating a girl tonight with prejudice? <laughs> <laughs> Extreme. Like, what? what does that mean? Yes. Why are you saying that? Are you crazy? Are you prejudiced against girl? Is she prejudiced against a, a, a people of color? What's happening? Right. But like, if you said, I have a date tonight and with a girl without prejudice. Be like, oh, she sounds so sweet yes. and lovely. She might be the next Mrs. Mooney. Oh. And then you'd be like, maybe. It's important to say things in like a sing-songy way. Like, Because oh. you know that means nice. Nobody <laughs> sings songs stuff that's like bad. No one, Nobody's like, uh-huh. my sister has cancer. It's always just like, <laughs> you know. It would be like my sister doesn't have cancer, and, and that's yeah. sexy. Even either way is sort of inappropriate socially, but one way is a lot more yes. inappropriate. True or false? That is true. I'm glad we can agree. Yeah, look, I got sued by a comedian. I'm a comedian. I mean, you probably can't tell from this episode, but I'm a comedian. Oh, and I got sued now. by another comedian, uh, uh, the 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 world's first internet troll. His name is Maddox. Mm-hmm. He used to run a website called the, the, I guess he still does, if you can call it a website, called The Best Page in the Universe. Yeah, and Grant and I and this, grew up on that website. So, yeah, look, yeah, it's, it's really funny. And then you turn 12. And so, um, <laughs> and so, you know, what happens is this guy, he's the world's first internet troll. He's always like, hey, let's all send tampons to Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Johnson & Johnson's like, shampoo, because it has no tears. God damn. Yeah. yeah. 
Exactly. Now, is that hilarious? No. To send a, to send a male tampons as if to say like you are feminine and being feminine is bad. Yeah. So you need these feminine sanitary napkins to clean up the menstrual cycle that is happening that you shouldn't be having because you identify as male. But your reproductive organs are female. It's like okay, yeah, all right, yeah. If I'm twelve, I'm sure that's real fucking funny. But so this guy loves trolling people. But then. Me, Stereos Coconos, I release one little album. I just, I just do one little troll to this guy, and he flips the fuck out. And he sues me for 20 million goddamn dollars in the New York State Supreme Court. And he just doesn't just sue me. Sues, he sues the place I work. He sues my friend Dick, my friend Dick's company. He sues my my friend Dick's company's business partners. He sues a twenty a, a twenty seven year old boy in Oklahoma. He sues Patreon. He sues the customer service representative of Patreon. This guy sues. This guy sues the goddamn continental United States. Was, Not of course counting Alaska and Hawaii. I was gonna which say. Which he he probably yes? he probably also tried to sue uh, the kitchen sink also. Oh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Because whenever he would turn on the water, he'd hear like, ah, and he would think like, oh, it's cheering for me. But then when he turned the water off, the noise would stop, and he'd be like, why don't you like me anymore, kitchen sink? You and then he and then he would like have a process server shove a. A, 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 a summons down the disposal <laughs> and he'd be like you've been served and it's like you're only ruining your own disposal Maddox yeah. like now you have a bunch of paper and a binder clip in your disposal <laughs> but that's what this guy does he hurts himself to get to other people much like in the climax to live for your die hard where John McClane shoots through his own soldier to kill the bad guy who mm. is the good guy from Deadwood right just like that, I'm I'm assuming. You guys remember that, right? Yeah, clear as clear as night, clear, clear as a bell. Good, clear as a night bell. Excellent. So, Ring-a-ling. what I <laughs> so I gotta get a lawyer, and so I get a lawyer, the best goddamn lawyer in the world, a guy named Jordan Greenberg. He's very expensive though. Uh, today I got a bill for. Wait, let me go to my because I immediately tweeted the bill because my lawyer said like. In the in the bill, my lawyer was like, "This is for the Maddox lost litigation," <laughs> and I was like, "That's great! This guy's this guy's got a nickname for the litigation." Hey, out of curiosity, um, was he? Did he listen to either the Biggest Problem or the Dick Show before any of this? I don't think so. You okay. have to ask him. But uh, but uh, but uh, I mean, I mean, you know what? Actually, let me say this: I've never asked. Like, I don't know. I got no idea. I just I know like a lot so. of Dick's lawyers, they're all like fans of his. All right, well, Keon Magana. Aren't the well, other ones? Kia, but Keon's not Sarah Matz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so today I get a bill for $2,325, which brings <sighs> my, the grand total of my legal expenses to somewhere around $26,000 goddamn dollars. Uh, which is. Man. Yeah. Now that's bad. That's bad. Because here's what I don't have. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, you probably have 25. Nope. Well, surely you have 24. I don't. And now let's just, let's cut 10 right off the top. You got 14. No. 
How much money did you have in the bank when you got sued? Four? No, I had nothing in the goddamn bank. And so now, well, I'm sorry, wait. I didn't pay for my legal defense. Discover Bank did. That's right. You ever buy one of those, you get one of those Discover It cards and there's the commercials where it's like, oh my God, I'm talking to myself, twinsies, nah. uh-oh, hi, whoa, it was so cute. You know that adorable bank? Them. I was always wondering I owe them what a lot of money. You must Wait, have what? a hell of a credit limit. Well, I had perfect credit. You'll notice, you'll notice that I am using the past tense now. Yeah. I had perfect credit before this happened, but that's the bad news. The good news is we fucking won. The, jur- the, the judge took a look at George's case and was so incensed, he threatened to throw George's lawyer in prison. Now, here's <laughs> the funny thing for me. I thought you just got sent to jail, like if you were held in contempt of court. You know, like I figure, like oh, uh, they put you in the pokey, like like you yeah, know, for like a night. If you right? ever watch, yeah, exactly. Like if you ever watch uh, the uh, the what is it the the uh, the Andy Griffith show, they put the yeah. they put the drunk guy in the in the little cell. It's real cute. I figure, like, well, if you're held in contempt, that's where you're put. But no, I have a direct quote from the judge. Uh okay, where did it go? Wait, where's my direct quote? Okay, well, say I got. I'm not kidding. I I do have to go to Patreon.com/slash/stereo. <laughs> uh, right, hold on, posts. Ah, uh, here it is. The judge says, "You want to be thrown out of here?" To which George's lawyer Kevin Landau replies, "No," which is the right answer. And then yeah. the and then the judge goes one more time. In fact, I won't throw you out. I'll hold you in contempt. I'm serious. Cuffs on in prison. You behave yourself in this courtroom. You're suing a lot of people with some very questionable claims here. Now, does that sound like a scene out of the ABC hit show, The Practice, or its spinoff, Boston Legal, starring Denny Craig? <laughs> no, it does, but it's not. This is real life. This is a real life thing that happened to me. There's all these hilarious quotes from the goddamn case. Let me pull up another one because a transcript got put out. So it's just like, oh, there's like a fuck. Someone turned me losing $26,000 into a play. Um, let's see. Where, where can, is the real? You can find this transcript at uh, patreon.com slash Asterios, correct? Yes, you can for just a gosh darn dollar. Uh, I've written an article of the best chunks, but you can download the whole transcript too. Uh, here we go. So, uh, so. You know, earlier I'm like, I trolled this guy a little bit. I trolled this Max guy a little bit, you know? You're making fun. It's just, I'm a comedian, yeah. Hey, a little mockery here, hey, a little troll, mockery there. Troll the dang troll. Yeah, your mockery dockery doc. You know, the the, the <laughs> comedian uh, made fun of Mad Ox. Yeah, we all know the rhyme. Yes. And I so... Remember that from being a child. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very common it's a very common rhyme. I'm now, surprised you didn't rhyme it, it with cuck. No, I, I, I don't think that word was in the popular parlance. Oh, I guess, I guess when we not. were children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. My bad. By the way, the most popular parlance, Jack parlance, doing those one-armed push-ups, the Oscars. God bless him. Right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so we got a. Uh, so we got. So what I did was I. This man, this guy, he doesn't. He he doesn't like being called. 
it's it's a, it's a word. It's a the c word. The word is the word. I mean, but the thing is, the c word is also a popular show on on Showtime starring Laura Dern, and I love the c word. <laughs> but is, I think what L we're talking word? about prestige no, television. Uh, uh, both exist. There is the L word oh, and the C word. I didn't both, know that. The, and interestingly, both have a fun double entendre. The L word, is that love or is that lesbianism? Well, in this show, it's both. Huh. But in the show, the C word, is it the horrific epithet that you can use to demean women? Or is it the word cancer, the horrific disease? Uh. Either way, Laura Dern's going through it. But speaking of going through... I want to go through what I got in front of me right here. So what I did was this. Look, he doesn't like being called a cuck. The word cuck is an internet term, and it's just a, everyone, people call each other cuck, and the Maddox didn't like it. I thought the that there was nothing whole... inherently wrong with it, but I guess I was yeah. wrong. Now, what are you talking about when you say that? Can you give me some context for that statement? Yeah, possibly just a video that uh, the plaintiff may or may not have created uh, back one or two years ago in which he said, quote, there is nothing inherently wrong with being a cuckold, but I could be mixing up my words. I could be mincing them a little bit. <clears throat> are you mincing them or are you mixing them? I because those are different. I don't know the difference. I, think, I don't think he's doing either one. I remember seeing that video myself. I think you're matching them. Yeah, you're think, matching the words to the quote. speaker. The M word. He's doing it all. Yeah. Mm, and that could be a show on Showtime. But anyway, <laughs> speaking of Showtime. So well, here's what I did. It was Showtime for me to make fun of this guy. And so what I did, he doesn't like the word cuck. So I may have released an album of Christmas Carol parodies. <laughs> it's I know the story, but it's still so funny to like just yeah. the beats are just so Absolutely. funny. I, I mean look look, I I mean I may have released an album of that called him the word cuck hundreds of times to the tunes of popular royalty free Christmas carols I stole from a Christian website. Yeah. Now this Christian website wanted wanted to make it easier for everybody to enjoy the season. And so did I. The season of cuckmas. So the album was called Cuckmas Carols, and it makes fun of Maddox, and it calls him a cuck, and it calls him a cuck, and it calls him a cuck again. He doesn't like this, so he sues me. And, and one would think, well, he's suing me because he doesn't want to be called a cuck. So it's like, well, first off, if you don't want to be called a cuck, definitely don't sue somebody asking them not to do it because... Because then the news, you're going to be called a cuck hundreds of times. As evidence in this quote, where Kevin Landau, uh, the, ju the judge goes, well, let's say it's a fool, okay? Why can't I call someone a fool? Uh, Kevin Landau goes, what a cuck is, Your Honor. It's beyond a fool, Your Honor. It puts his entire manhood into question. <laughs> oh, Maroon. And says that he tacitly encourages or becomes a voyeur for his girlfriend engaged in sexual activity with other men. That is the meaning of a cuck. Now, I'm This is a real lawyer. Now, yo, this is a real lawyer. Kevin Lando. Now, personally, whose definition of cuck am I uh, more likely to agree with? Uh, a lawyer named Kevin Landau, who was hired by Maddox because Maddox's feelings got hurt, or Judge Ramos of the New York State Supreme Court, one of the preeminent legal minds in this or any other state. I'm going to go with Ramos. It's, it, 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 let's say it's a fool. It means calling the guy a fool. But 
So now this George guy has a court transcript forever that will exist forever where his lawyer is like, my, my <laughs> client's manhood is on trial here. I need to stand up for my client's manhood. They're called, they, these people are threatening his manhood. It, they're putting his entire manhood into question. It's an it's like, actionable well, offense. Yes, because if you're going to, quote, put someone's entire manhood into question, I mean, the answer to that quote is, well, he doesn't have any. Like, if you have to ask, it's like asking for a nickname. If you have to ask for a nickname, you're going to get a terrible nickname. If you have to say, I'm not crazy. Like, if someone walked up to you in a restaurant and they went, hi, excuse me, I'm not crazy. It's like, that's a crazy guy. That's what crazy guys say. And the same thing with this manhood thing. So now... Everyone on every website is questioning Maddox's manhood, and it's all because he sued a Greek comedian who recorded a Christmas album, one little Christmas album that, by the way, reached the Billboard charts in comedy and stayed there for three weeks. One little Christmas <laughs> album. So, so that's the story. That's my story of the lawsuit. It's not over, by the way. It's yeah. not over. Yeah, yeah. Because the, because the judge... Dismissed it with prejudice, saying, uh, let me see if I can find it. The judge said, the judge said, and I quote, we can spend the rest of the day trying to parse out this complaint. It's hopeless. Like, uh, so what the judge did was essentially said, said, this complaint is so poorly written that I can't even rule on it because I can't tell what crimes the defendant is being alleged of. So how can I say he didn't commit crimes if I don't know what crimes you're even alleging? So the, ju the judge essentially told Maddox and Landau to do, their, to do their homework again. And so we may end up in court within weeks or possibly even days and have a retrial. And so that's kind of where I am right now, boys. All right. I got two questions, just two follow-up questions, and then we'll get into the rest of the show. Uh, what do you got? Question number one. Do you think that that's going to happen? Yes, of yeah. course I do. Be and let me tell you why. Yeah. Because why would this guy start making the right decision now? If this guy had the ability to make the correct decision. Now, let's see. Now, let's see. What does this guy want? Well, this guy doesn't want to be called a cuck. Okay, so what does this guy do? He brings it to the New York State Supreme Court, a public forum. Like, that creates a transcript that is now on thousands of computers nationwide. Yeah. Like, that's not how, if someone's calling you a cuck, the way to stop them from calling you a cuck isn't suing them for calling you a cuck. It's to kind of just move on with your life there, buddy. So, if the guy was dumb enough to think that suing someone for calling him a cuck would work, I think he's dumb enough to think that refiling will work, too. That's just what I think. I don't, what do you think? I don't know. He's sort of a Grinch-like figure. I think it's potentially possible that his heart could go three size could uh, grow three <laughs> sizes in one night but i don't think so he does kind of look yeah, like him though doesn't so he either. yeah a little bit yeah. <laughs> uh question number two uh and this is this is a real uh simple easy to answer question um of course countersuit oh oh well I, I would be a fool to discuss such a matter <laughs> we're the police we're, we're the police we're the police it's fine yeah, yeah you can talk to us well during active litigation but <laughs> huh hmm, okay let's let me 
Would a countersuit be hilarious? Yes. Do I have grounds? Mm, possibly. I mean, Ooh, I think I do. Songy, that's that's a good sign. That is a good sign. It's a very good sign. Would it feel super goddamn good to serve that guy with a with a fucking sapoina? Oh, yes. Does now would it make sense to sue him in New York, a state that he is on the record in multiple affidavits saying he regularly does business in? Yes. Mm. Would it? Would all? Would it be hilarious to drag him to New York to sue him for suing me for calling him a cuck? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Enough said. But will I counter sue? We'll all have to see. I mean, it'd be funny, so you might as well. We, I'm, you know, I'm well, a counter suit would cost th- at least $30,000. Well, I'm telling you that right now. On the well, next episode of have... Patreon.com slash Asterios. Yes. <sighs> yeah, I don't even... Because the thing is, like, I'm still paying for this first lawsuit. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Asterios. And, of course, we always have your back. Uh, speaking of Thank which... you. No problem. Speaking of which, we do have a voicemail to play. Uh, again, our show's voicemail number is 312-788-7361. That's right. Uh, give us a call sometime. Let us know who should be arrested for anything. Whatever bothers you, you know? Tell us. Yeah, what's... just whatever. Hey, just pour your heart out. You know, we'll, we'll play it on the show. No big deal. Colin, tell us about your neighbor getting a garbage can and you didn't get a garbage can. Right. So you complained to us. Yes. Uh, yeah. Riveting stuff. Keep it coming. So without further, <laughs> without further ado, um, let's check this out. Hey guys, Dr. Madcow here. Uh, this message is for Asterios. I was oh. just wondering when you're going to give us the vomit audio that you promised us. <sighs> Love you. <laughs> uh, vomit audio. Care to clarify? Uh, no, but I will. Okay. So, Great. So, a lot of people, they ask me to do podcasts. Won't you come on my podcast? Won't you take two hours <laughs> oh, out of yeah. your day to come on my podcast? We like, practically I know begged. you could be doing... I know you could be doing things with your Thursday night, but like, how'd you like to <laughs> not make any money and talk into a microphone for Experience, six people? Baby. Yeah, exactly. Exposure. Oh my God. Yeah. Look, if I, if I have any more exposure, I'll end up back in court for that. Yeah. So, but so what I did was a lot of people are like, I want, we want you to do our podcast. And I said, okay, the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, I will set aside, I will do. Every podcast. I said, everyone's got Christmas Eve off. None of us are 12. We can all just record, let's record it on Christmas Eve. So so I'm doing my fourth podcast of the day. I'm sick as fuck. Oof. I'm not giving up because if people want me on their show, goddamn, will I complain about it? Yes. Will I grouse and, and, and whine? Sure. But then I'll do it because I do love the sound of my own voice. And so I go on this. Thank you. Thank you, officers. Real hero. So I go on this guy's podcast, and I'm, and I'm talking, I'm talking, and I'm sick, and I kind of like cough up a big phlegm ball. Oh. And I go, I go, hey, can you, uh, I go, hey, uh, please cut that out. <laughs> oh, my God. And he goes, okay. And so what he does is he cuts it out into its own clip <laughs> and sends it to my friend Dick Masterson on The Dick Show. Yes. And so... 
And so Dick is like, I want to play this vomit audio. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And I go, no. (laughs) Because I told that guy to cut it out, and I took my Christmas Eve off to talk to him. And I'll be goddamned if I'm going to let this guy profit off off of me puking on air. But we came to a compromise, which is that I could, that, that Dick could play the vomit audio if I won the lawsuit. Now, unfortunately, I didn't say without, I didn't say if I won it with prejudice. So even though the lawsuit was like a technical win, but kind of a tie uh. in real life for me, I'm a man of my word. So Dick on the Dick Show probably this week will be playing me puking. And if you want to hear it, just tweet at, uh, what is it? Stand think, with Dick or I think at, I'm with I'm Dick? I'm with Dick. When it, when it, for now. For now, yeah. <laughs> for the moment. Tweet at I'm with Dick. He keeps getting uh, whatever the Twitter version of Zucked is. He keeps getting jacked. Yes. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, so he has to keep coming with new Twitter handles. And and look, he's not doing anything to deserve it. He's not doing anything at all to deserve these bans. Now, did he tell a random uh, <laughs> troll on the internet to eat a cinder block? Uh, a reference to the. Popular curb stomp meme from American History X. Was that what he was referring Maybe. to? Wait, what? I, 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 sorry, I thought you were talking about um, low tax for a second. That was, I think that he said. He, uh, st- no, he he said he wanted to fill up a room with cement. Uh, oh, with, like okay. Paul Joseph Watson okay. and someone else in it. But I go on. Yeah. No, no, no. Now my other friend, Rich Kanyaka, that be aka yeah. low tax. Yeah. Is that how you say that? Yeah, you got to say it like that. And if you don't, it gets very offended. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I used to write for that website, the, his, his famous website, Something Awful, which I think turned 22 this year. Jesus Christ. And, Old yep, enough to drink. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Old enough to die in Vietnam, the poor thing. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, Rich, yeah, said, wouldn't it be funny if we put Baked Alaska in a room and then slowly filled it with concrete? And Twit Jack, for some reason, was like, that sounds a lot like a threat on this guy's life. And it's like, ah, <laughs> I mean, look, if someone knocked on my door and then told me, hey, I'm going to put you in a room and fill it with concrete, I'd be like, I'm scared now. But on the other hand, Baked Alaska sucks. So I don't <laughs> know who to I don't know who to like here. Yes. True. On one hand, I want to see him drown in concrete. And in on concrete? the other, I guess there is nothing. <laughs> it's all positives, yes. baby. Look, you know, should somebody be essentially cask of amontillado'd because uh, because of their high energy alt right neo Nazi trolling? Where it's like, Haha, are you kidding? Are you serious? <laughs> are you? Are you really a white supremacist? Is this a joke? And by the way, if another vocal tick, if you have to end your statement with uh, some up talk, then the answer is uh, you're a racist. Then the answer is uh, you're awful. So uh, that guy sucks. But on the other hand, you know, right? You can't inhale concrete. It it does. That's not how your lungs work. So the alveoli get turned to ravioli. So. <laughs> That's where we are, boys. So bother Dick and get yes. the puke audio from him because I'm not making it easier for people. 
People like expect that I'm going to just hand this thing out like a ringtone. It's like, no, do the leg work. Work out those well, legs. Well, a stereo, stereo Your legs cap- look like shit. You're a capitalist, you though. Why don't cankles. you Why don't you sell it? <laughs> you know what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Waiting. Sell the puke audio. Yeah, undercut dick. Yes. Wait. Wait a minute. Oh boy. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. What the hell was the name of that podcast it was on? Podcast. I'm gonna go into my Al Alan Foster. Okay. Alan Foster. Hey, can you send me the puke audio? Thank you. I love you. Mm. So here's what Alan Foster <laughs> did to get back at my good graces. Because now I think he's the best. <laughs> Good for him. He sent he set me a hundred feet of Ethernet cable. And that's all it takes. And now I love him. Why did he do that? I, yeah. What's because the... I had I had a router in one room and a PlayStation in the other. Ah. And I was like, I gotta get this thing connected to the router directly because I'm so tired of lagging out during yeah. Overwatch sucks, man. The kids are loving that uh, those games. Fortnite, Overwatch. Uh, yep. The others. That's yeah. it. No, I mean that's that's both of them. Yeah. You got you got both of them right. Good job. Uh, I'm I'm hip. You are. No, I'm I'm hip with the kids. You know, people <laughs> love the tracer. Tracer yeah. moves very fast, but my internet was very slow. Oh. So this okay. This Alan Foster man. Sent me a hundred feet of Ethernet cable, enough to make an Ethernet mummy, <laughs> and uh, and that's what I'm doing with eighty of the feet of it. Okay, this is me. I, I mummy myself out. I'm getting kind of into ether bondage, and that doesn't mean somebody tying me up and putting a rag of ether over my <laughs> mouth. That's the second thing, and so uh, so that's what's up. So you know what? Actually, if I can get this puke audio. Did they play the puke audio on the Dick Show this week? I have not heard it. I, I don't believe so. You, I got halfway. You didn't through, hear the Dick Show this week. I, I got halfway through the most recent one. I'm pretty sure that I do, but I play it before I take a nap, and sometimes I fall asleep in the middle of it. I heard it. I Nobody know. tell I, anybody that. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who might come on our show soon, Dick <laughs> Masterson. Yeah, uh, Dick. We love the show, and we've both been on it. We think it's great. We've listened to the episodes that we're on. Yeah. Just kidding. I did Check not. I did not listen to my episode. Ah, uh, you should. Ah, uh, we'll see. Maybe one day. But anyway, um, you were great. Oh, thank you, man. I I appreciate that. Cause the thing about you is you didn't like monopolize. Yes, yes. You didn't like just talk and talk and talk and then let the host of their own show only talk like for a second <laughs> and then blah, then blather and blather and blather. Like you didn't like come in and just throw your weight around. Like you were like you shared the stage, which which a lot of people don't do. I mean, I do it all the time. Nah, I do it all the time. Yeah, it was uh, it was a fun experience, a bit surreal to uh, just have that happen randomly, but it was cool. Uh, check that out, I guess. Anyway, uh, keep an eye out for the uh, vomit audio. I don't think it was on the most recent episode, but I'm I don't believe so. No, I I think that because you were on that episode and he would have mentioned it then, which he did not. I would think so. Yeah. All right. So you know what? I'm gonna put that. Vom- I'm gonna, I am gonna scoop him. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, you do put it. that vomit audio on Patreon.com/slash/hysteria. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Or Thank a, you, or fuck a, up. A, yeah, anytime. Absolutely. Anything Any- we can do to help, sir. 
You guys are so cool. So uh, let's move on to a very famous segment of the show. Of course, this is called Two Minutes of Hate. We uh, great want to explain this part. Yeah, we blanket punish the internet for stupid trends that we think are stupid. Yes. Um, Asterios, do you have a two minutes of hate this week? Um, I would love it if you guys would go first. Yes, yeah. yes. I want to go first. I got one. It's uh, truck vloggers. You see this? It's guys in pickup trucks who oh, vlog. Oh, I know what you're talking and about. And they are always the same kind of guy, you know? Describe describe this kind of Just guy. Just like grossly misinformed. <laughs> Uh, pissed off, <laughs> s- sweaty. <laughs> like, bring a towel when you vlog, please. It's not first the- rule of vlogging: bring a towel. It's just, it's not good for the lighting. Mm-hmm. You know, you, the the sun is glistening off their uh, receding hairline. Usually wearing a hat. Usually has some sort of a beard. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? Hey, uh, maybe I'm describing someone who doesn't look too different from my own self. But I will. <laughs> This is my promise. I will never, ever post a video of myself sitting in a pickup truck complaining about uh, avocado toast or uh, a Tide Pod challenge. You know, uh, I, I, re- I, I feel like I either saw something on Twitter or I retweeted it. it I can't remember anymore when it comes to this shit. Um, but someone took one of those like truck vlogger things and like fucked with the quote and made it sound really stupid. I yeah, can't, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's I saw that too, and yeah. that's that's why I thought of this. Yeah. So, uh, and my punishment for the truck vloggers is to have someone in the background slowly pushing the truck further and further off a cliff, <laughs> and the person is so self indulgent they don't realize until they hit the ground. Like we see in the background, the fucking the skylines spinning like a laundry machine behind them the, the truck is spinning out of control they're yeah. plummeting to an almost certain death and then uh the video of that is sold on patreon.com slash find it there you no. goddamn right it is <laughs> i'm like a i'm an aggregator now <laughs> uh grant you got one yeah um I, this has been a slow build and it's sort of taken a while but like everyone's hot takes on jordan peterson like i feel i feel like at least once a week there's a legit quote-unquote legitimate news article source that has like a hot take on jordan peterson that like has to define him and box him in a certain way whether that's positive or negative and it's just like people clambering over each other to fucking i don't even know if that's a word but that's how it feels to me everybody wants a word it's a way to get ahead in this world is to uh read the entire book he wrote and then have a tweet about it yeah well an entire like a uh an opinion piece like a long article about it so uh if you if you just go to google and type in articles about jordan peterson um I can scroll down a cup through a couple of these. Jordan Peterson's Gospel of Masculinity, The New Yorker. Uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, custodian of the patriarchy. Only a country like Canada could produce a guy like Jordan Peterson. Oh, what? Uh, Jordan Peterson and the Return of the Stoics. Uh, how dangerous is Jordan B. Peterson, the right-wing professor who blah, 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 blah. Hey, now, what did you search to find this? Articles about Jordan Peterson. Okay. What's so ja- what's so dangerous about Jordan Peterson? These come out like every week. Yes. What's your opinion of this guy? At a certain point, what the fuck does it matter anymore? 
He's just a fucking Kermit sounding guy that talks about Carl Jung and I don't says things about trans people or something. I don't what else can you add to him? What else is there to be said that hasn't been said? It's yelling into the void, I guess. Jordan I don't, I don't Peterson, know. unlikely guru. Jordan Peterson, racism accusations, Miss Mark. It's just, it's it's starting to yeah. I've I've, like se- I said, I've seen it's enough. A, it's been a slow burn, but I notice one of these articles comes out like every week, it, it, at least. Yeah. So what what would you punish the situation here? All right. So I think if you have a hot take about Jordan Peterson, uh, you should you should get thrown in the oven. That's where yeah 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 that's where it gets really hot. They they yeah. would say right the hottest of takes. Cool. Uh, Asterios, do you have something for us? Anything that's making you mad outside of the uh, the court case, as it were? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, people who are like, oh, LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. Who's the best? Oh, God. Who's the, who would be better? And wouldn't it be great if they could fight today and LeBron James and Michael Jordan? To see them fight. It's kind of like something they're not I'm known sorry? for. Wait, what? You said to see them you, to see them fight each other. Well, who's the better <laughs> basketball? Man, well, I, I want to see them fight, like because we never seen either one of them fight. I want to know who would who would be stronger. Uh, fuck basketball. Okay. But sorry, I get your point. I'm being silly. No, but I would also like to see them put in the rage cage. I think that would be pretty cool because Michael Jordan has that Hitler mustache now, and I'm like, oh, I don't like that Hitler guy. That guy's uh-huh. bad news. <laughs> and LeBron James. You know, look, did he abandon Milwaukee or wherever? I don't even know. <laughs> don't yes. Even know. <laughs> I think Cleveland, yes, right? Yeah, he, Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland. Did he abandon Cleveland to go to Miami to hang out with his friend Jake Paul? Yes. But <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. I think it's Chris Paul. <laughs> I was gonna say all the timelines are fucked up. Yeah. We're going on a yes. family trip to Japan. Wanna come with? <laughs> oh no. I don't get that reference. Explain. Uh Logan Paul. Uh, in the suicide forest in Japan. Now I get it. Yeah. Well, now I get it. Per- you know, the thing is that like everybody's like, we sure got that Logan Paul guy. We sure got him. And it's like, he's still very handsome. Like, he still won. Eh. Like, if he's if he's not uber famous, he can still like go into a bar and be like, hi, I'm that guy that uh, made fun of that dead Japanese guy. <laughs> yeah, get but out of here. Nobody <laughs> in the bar would know who he is because his fans are all like less than 10 years old. <laughs> That's true. Well, by bar, I mean the monkey bars. Aha, there we go, yeah. <laughs> and then he would end up in freaking jail. Hey, you hang freaking out here. in prison. Uh, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. continue with your LeBron versus uh, Jordan thing. No, I mean, look, that's pretty much it. It's yeah. just like, hey, how about, uh, how about instead of everybody talking about a hypothetical matchup that would require time travel to be interesting or entertaining, how about we all just go, good game. Good game, LeBron. You did it. Good job. Do the do the thing like, that we all used to have to do in elementary school during sports: shake everyone's hand and walk off the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just everybody shake hands, every high five. A good game, and that, it's just like uh, I don't because ho- I'm gonna Google LeBron versus Jordan right now. Uh huh. And I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the aperture. Of Google's timeline to the year 2004. 
And there we go. In April, December 2nd, 2004, April, 20, April 21st, 2004, LeBron James won the NBA Rookie of the Year Award. 2005 scores 56 to rat. He's in the time top time 100. LeBron James turns into Jordan like performance in 2005. We've been talking about LeBron James and Michael Jordan for 15 years now. Oh my god, it's too. I and again, I, I didn't don't even realize care. that's all almost it, as long as the uh war in Afghanistan. <laughs> yes. And much like in the war in Afghanistan, there's no decisive victor. <laughs> the whole thing seems a waste. Uh, so that's uh, what bothers me. Yeah, everybody just just go. Hey, LeBron, you do it. A okay, buddy. How- Say this. Hey, LeBron, you're very good at basketball. Yeah. You know who else was good at basketball? Michael Jordan. Well, in fact, I might say that LeBron Jordan and Michael James are very good at basketball. <laughs> now, did I mix up their names? Sure. Because who cares? I don't know these people. They're never going to... If LeBron James, hey, if you're listening, I got $26,000 worth of legal debt. Why don't you fart that onto a check? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Eh, that's my. That's what I think. And what, then what's my punishment? What yeah. punishment would I assign them? One of them has to pay my legal debt. There we go. There, go. there it is. Everybody wins. And then you won't have to release the vomit clip. No, I'm selling it now. Uh, you guys are really smart. I'm I mean, doing that. You might as well. Yeah, make a make a Kickstarter. If, if this guy emails me during... When does this episode come out? Uh, I'll try and get it up by like Sunday. That early? Okay. Yeah. If this guy sends me the vomit audio before then, I will send it to you guys right now. I will send it to you guys. You guys can scoop dick. I oh, will scoop you. But then you can scoop him. Hey, we'll take it. I'm lo- Gladly. I'm looking, I'm looking up vomit audio. What if it's in here? Well, puke it might be puke audio. <laughs> and okay, if, puke. if if you could get the so what if it's just the word puke? I got to ask though: oh, wow, is, Does the vomit clip have the context of your voice preceding the actual uh, uptake? I've I, I've never heard it. I would never listen to. I'm not going to listen to myself <laughs> puking on Christmas Eve. I'm not going to do it. All right, I understand. I, mean, I will, but I won't. I haven't. Now I want to desperately, now that I know I can make a, a dollar off it. So let's move on from the vomit talk for a second here. Uh, let's get on to the meat and potatoes of the show. If you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, if you're uh, the Asterios fan who's just checking out the show, seeing if it's your thing, it is. Keep listening. Because every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and very often unusual punishment. So let's get into the the mother of all bombs this week. That's right. I'm talking about Roseanne. Canceled. Now what am I going to watch on TV? Right. They took this. They took Last Man Standing. I've got well, nothing. Last Man Standing is coming back on Fox. How oh, great. So I don't know why people are so mad. Anyway, so uh, Roseanne got the can... Uh, the the big tin, the, they got the big tin can in the mail from uh, was it ABC? Roseanne it, got the can. Is that ABC that it's on? Yeah, ABC fired her ass. They fired not they didn't just fire her ass. They fired all of the other people that work on the show's asses as well because Roseanne uh, had a tweet. Grant 
I'll, I'll let you read this. It's, oh, thank you. You seem to love... You want my incriminating voice. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Muslim Brotherhood plus Planet, Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ, which stands for Valerie Jarrett, uh, senior advisor to Barack Obama. Um, barely, barely comprehensible. So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't really look into the context of this, but people were outraged about it enough so that the show was canceled almost immediately. Uh-huh. Um, Roseanne blamed. She said she was on Ambien. Um, you know, I, I've been on Ambien before. I, uh, I have, inso- I've, I have insomnia. And I get a little weird, but I don't, yeah. I don't get racist. Hmm. I know, uh, Asterios, you, you on Twitter were getting into a decent amount of arguments uh, about this whole topic. Uh, what's your hot take on the Roseanne situation? I mean, it's not that hot. It's just like, yeah, you know, uh, if you call a person of color an ape, that's not cool, bro. Come on, dude. Chill out there, guy. Hey, <laughs> get, get yourself some water there, buddy. Like, chill. Get some water. Have a cheese like what? Why don't you get some string cheese? Oh, I like, fucking maybe love co- string cheese, man. Yeah, I love string cheese too. I'm real. I'm really getting into it now. In my thirties, string. I'm a string cheese boy now. And it's just like sometimes, like you just gotta sit down, rehydrate, get yourself some protein, and not call a person of color an ape. Now, okay, so you're doing it in a joke. Uh I mean that's kind of what people are saying. They're like, oh, it was just a joke, and it wasn't racist, and it's like. Well, I mean, I get, I get what you're trying to do. <laughs> like, uh, you're, you know, you're trying to turn this into a culture war and build on grievance and be like, oh, because every a liberals can't take a single racist joke where you call a famous woman of color an ape. It's like, uh, okay, I, 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 I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to stir the pot here, there, uh, conservatives. But then, I mean, the thing that really bothers me about this is, so conservatives are immediately like. Well, then we're going to go after Bill Maher. If you're going to take out one of a conservative comedian, we'll go after Bill Maher. And it's like, you mean the guy that hates Muslims? Yeah, said the N-word on the show? The guy that that calls himself a house N-word? And why aren't we saying what that word is? Because it's racist. So it's like, yeah, go ahead and fire that. Yeah, go have fun. And then, But then today they're like, ah, Samantha B called Ivanka Trump the C-word. Yes. So why don't you fire her for doing it? And it's like, okay, well, wait a minute, guys. I thought this was about freedom of speech. I thought this was about, like, the ever-encroaching closing aperture that society and social media is putting on freedom of speech. So why are you trying to get someone fired for saying a word you don't like if you think that people were only trying to get Roseanne fired for a word you don't like. Yeah. By going after Samantha B, aren't you kind of revealing that it's not at all about freedom of speech? You just like Roseanne and kind of feel like society's out to get you. you I sort of see yourself in Roseanne. I sort of feel like it's a little bit of all of the above and like to a certain extent, obviously, but like I think that there is like sort of the the double standard of thing, uh, the the double standard thing of like, well, how come if one person does one thing and then another another person does a different thing, how come those two things aren't treated equally, even though they're two different scenarios, you know, with two different reactions to, to what happens? And at the same yeah, time, I mean, there is I like a decent amount of hypocrisy. Apples, 
It's like, why aren't apples oranges? I'm trying to compare these apples to these oranges. <laughs> but these but but these apples and oranges are different. Uh, what do you mean I can't compare apples to oranges? It's like, uh, okay. Samantha B, you know, like it's the way society works and not just comedy, but like society is you're kind of allowed to rag on yourself a little bit. Like, uh, I'm a Greek guy. So if I want to call another Greek guy a goat fucker, it's like, well, that's uh, <laughs> it's not great. Don't do that, Asterios. But if somebody call if if a if a non-Greek guy called me a goat fucker, I'd be like, whoa, 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 that's that's our word. Goat fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's our two words, goat fucker. Those are our two words. I goat heard, fucker. I heard on um Is that what you and Stavros called each other? <laughs> No, I I like that guy a lot. I wish I'd gotten that guy's number because I want to hang out with him. Yeah, you should do their uh, funny mom show. But anyway, not enough of that talk. But um, I heard um, I I listened to a little bit of the Joe Rogan podcast. I guess Joe Rogan and Roseanne are friends. Uh, according to Joe Rogan, Roseanne thought that uh, Valerie Jarrett was not black. She she said she thought she was like Jewish or something like that. Oh, but, that's much better. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, you're right. That's Restart really fucking Roseanne, funny. Crank yeah. the ro- turn the Roseanne Un-cancel crank it. and turn the show back on. You know what I just remembered about Roseanne today, and I totally forgot this. Did you guys ever watch the show Portlandia? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Kyle McLaughlin from Twin Peaks was the mayor yeah. of the show, and then he left later on, and Roseanne was the mayor. Huh. Kind of an odd fit, isn't it? I stopped that? watching it. Like I, I, I must have stopped watching it before that. Yeah, then. like I stopped. I stopped shortly after. But like she was, she can. I think she continued to be the mayor of the, of the fictional town. Oh, not the fictional town. The, <laughs> the fictional <laughs> town of Portland, Oregon. Uh yeah. So I, I don't know. I think it's. I, it just. It's so interesting to me the alliances and things people will make for the sake of. Uh, I don't know, for the sake of like showmanship, I guess. It's like, hey guys, look, we got comedy legend Roseanne. And I think at that point in time, which wasn't very long ago, uh, people didn't care about this stuff as much. And it was just like, we may not agree, but I'll, you know, she can be on our quirky, uh, absurdist comedy show. But the context there was they were replacing a hero with a villain. Like Kyle McLaughlin was the world's best mayor. He was like so much fun. Yeah, he'd yeah. come out and like he'd help you. He'd help out in your garden. And so when Kyle McLaughlin left, they replaced Kyle McLaughlin with like someone who represents like the worst of humanity, Roseanne. <laughs> and so you know, I, I mean, was she probably getting a check for a couple of thousand dollars to show up and dick around? I mean, yeah. I, I but, don't you think, know. It's I don't think that was like the intention that they even maybe not not just agreed upon but even thought about ahead of time i can see that angle like in hindsight but like i i feel like they were like they were probably like fawning over her on the set like i mean but it's like not ah, not to, not, roseanne, to, not to blame them because it's like yeah like i mean a lot of people grew up watching roseanne and i don't think i to be fair i haven't seen a single episode of roseanne uh new or old yeah so uh i have really no opinion on uh this on if she's funny or not so uh apparently she is or was i don't know but you know i and again like i'm not i'm not gonna go out here and defend what she said either because you know who else isn't uh john goodman said he'd rather just say nothing than cause any more trouble so he's radical centrist john goodman (laughs) go figure so 
No, I I don't know. I I think. Um, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I would like to point out that according to uh, Oregon Live, which is an Oregon newspaper, um, let's see. The idea. Wait, hold on. Where is it? Uh, right. So when Roseanne joins, because uh, I remember this episode, she goes like, "I'm gonna make Portland a real city. We're gonna have fewer bike lanes." Coffee shops are only for drinking coffee, not for writing your screenplay. Fewer businesses for dogs. We're going to flip the bird and swear at people like they do in New York. Fred and Carrie are alarmed. And, um, yeah, I mean, the idea is that she's the antithesis of Portland. Yes. What are you talking about? That sounds like Mayor Rahm Emanuel. He's pretty cool. Well. well I hear everybody loves him there. Yeah. They love him. They do. Yeah. I, again, I haven't. You know, I I don't I don't want I don't guess I don't watch enough TV anymore. But you know that's okay. Yeah, but you know I don't you know. You can get Roseanne wrong. You can get Roseanne's appearance you know, on Portland. I, I, I want to be real for a second here. <laughs> up in, up until a year ago, I didn't know the difference between Roseanne and Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> wow. Like up until like wow. literally a year ago, I did not know they were different people. <laughs> that's wow. racist. That it's outrage time. Oh, Are you boy. Kidding us? Oh boy. How dare you? I really stepped in it, boys. Oh man, you sure fucked did, up. You fucked up big. Oh my god. So let's let's sentence uh, Roseanne. I mean, she's already had her show canceled. What the hell else can she do? Oh, there was, I got I I did I did see one really funny tweet I have to quote here. Uh was uh Roseanne getting canceled is the baby boomers million dollar extreme getting canceled for adult swim. <laughs> That's a hot take. Yes, 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 it is. <laughs> if I've ever seen one. So, I don't know. Sentence her to, hmm, I mean, I don't know. She's already been through so much. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, take those fucking pills away from her. Yeah. That's the fucking issue here, obviously. Take the ambient pills away. Uh, keep her up all night. Keep her miserable and uh, restless, I guess, and not racist. How can... How can somebody so big have so much trouble sleeping? <laughs> like her body is working all look, I'm look, I'm not I'm no skinny rail, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a bigger I'm I'm a little bit thick. And like <laughs> with three here's C's. What happens. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? With, Sorry? With three C's. With three C's? Yes, exactly. And underline them too. Yes. And you know, I'm a... so here's what my body's doing all the time. Working its ass off to keep me alive. Ah. Working its ass off. My heart is beating so fucking fast, like blood is pumping up and down. So I'm tired all the time because I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a, 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 a bigger boy. <laughs> so, but it's like I'm not Roseanne. Like I could fit inside. You could fit three of me inside Roseanne, and we could puppet her like a quato. So it's like she's got to be. You know why she probably can't sleep. Sleep, the horrible waking <laughs> nightmare that is her life that she can't escape. <laughs> the guilt. Where she's like, Wah, I don't like Muslims. Wah, black people are weird. Wah, <laughs> wah. And then her hypothalamus is like, Yeah, you got you. I, I can't. I can't chill you out. Like I'm trying to chill you out so you can sleep, but you're you're being kept kept awake by all this manufactured rage. Could you stop reading Breitbart for ten seconds? She's like, No. Wah. I'm going to eat Breitbart. And it's like, can you please <laughs> stop threatening to eat 
Breitbart. He, he's dead. Breitbart died. I'm going to dig up Breitbart's corpse. It's like, yeah, Roseanne's well, poor hypothalamus deserves a sitcom for trying to keep Roseanne under control. Roseanne's hypo- hypothalamus. Catch it on ABC. Starring John Goodman. So I, I, do you want to you want to continue to talk about these reaction stuff? Or you want to move on to a different story? Um, we should sentence Samantha B. I have like just one thing to <gasps> say about Samantha B. Oh, right, we'll do this. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, should we go ahead and sentence Samantha B. Then, or is there anything else left to talk about the Samantha B. thing? It's yeah. What, what, yeah why, don't, why don't you go over that real quick? Well, she called uh, she called Ivanka Trump uh, feckless c word. Uh, I won't say which c word. I, I think it had something to do with um, like a a couple days ago. Ivanka posted a picture of like her son, uh, like her and her son at the same time when ICE is like tearing families apart, type of thing, and people are upset about that. So Samantha B's reaction to that was to say. Uh, Ivanka Trump, who works at the White House, uh, chose to post the second most oblivious thing tweet we've seen this week. You know, Ivanka, that's a beautiful photo of you and your child. But let me say one mother to another. Do something about your dad's immigration practices. You feckless C word. That is what she said. Now, now, when we hear like immigration practices, it sounds so hollow and small. Let's not forget that it's not just that families were separated. It's that fifteen hundred babies have just have just pulled a David Blaine and disappeared. <laughs> that is fucked. Yeah, baby magician. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, kind of what happened was like you know, ICE lost track of a bunch of babies, and then, and then, uh, and then Ivanka Trump like posted a photo of her being like, "Still got my baby. I <laughs> oh, got my God. baby. <laughs> Ivanka won. Yeah, immigrant babies negative fifteen hundred. That sing songy right there. I know, but but uh, ironically, sing songy yes. because it's bad, not good, not great timing. Yeah, no. uh, that's the so it's like yeah, you know, people are gonna get caught. People, that's what they're gonna you know, they're gonna get upset. I think it's funny I'm, that more people are upset about again, like the remarks that people make rather than the policies that the government makes. But that's just me. I mean, we we only do a show on this week to week, so yeah. I guess never mind. It's it's poisonous on the brain, but you know it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to get together every week. Yeah, it's it's fun in the way that probably hiring a dominatrix is fun. Yeah. I guess might be kind of fun. Well, I think, you know, if you've got a lot of money and you always feel like you're in control, then, you know, it might be nice to hire a hot lady to come in and, like, you know, switch it up a little bit. I don't have a lot of money and I am never in control of my life. <laughs> I don't you just need want a good hug. You just need to be hugged, man. What do I need? A, a good I hug. Need a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a hug a Natrix? <laughs> I can't afford them, and can I pay them in hugs? There's probably oh, there's probably a cafe for that in Japan. Yeah, no, they they have those in uh, New York. They have the um, you should you should check these out, Asterios. They have uh, hotels where you can go in and you can cuddle with people. Nothing sexual. You go in, you pay money, and you lay down on a bed and you cuddle with people. Have you seen this? Have you heard this? I don't like the phrase "nothing sexual." <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's uh, pretty serious. They do exist. A- again, 
They that's do one exist. of those phrases that definitely means there's <laughs> something sexual. If I say there's nothing sexual happening in that room, just walk right in. Nothing sexual. You walk in and all of a sudden, it's a dildo parade. It's like, ah, this is definitely sexual. It's like any. By the Craigslist way, have you guys heard post. the new Dildo Parade album? Dildo Parade? Was that a punk it's band? Good. They are a punk ska band. They do skunk. There we go. Oh, my God. I did not know that that that, that, that's, that seems to make sense. That uh, that checks out. So, uh, Samantha, do, do I see the do I see the words here? Do my eyes deceive me? Apology. Yeah, she apologized. She said, "I would like to sincerely apologize to Ivanka Trump and to my viewers for using an explicitive on my show to describe her last night. It was inappropriate and inexcusable. I crossed a line, and I deeply regret." Oh it. wait, she said that on the show, not on Twitter. I don't. I don't, uh, know. I don't give a shit. I didn't really um, look that far into it. I don't care. So yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I I want to talk about this for a second because uh, this seems to be a constant in both of these stories that we're talking about. And since we have a professional comedian of Stereos Coconuts on the show, I want to get your opinion on this because I've been playing around with this opinion that it's like both of these people are comedians. And a lot of comedians sometimes say things that are offensive, but also at the same time, like, hide under, like, well, it was a joke. A character. You know? it, it was a joke. I was playing a character, et cetera, et cetera. Well, those are two different things. Yeah. Well, that's that's why I this isn't a fully formed thought or anything yet. But what about comedians that say things that aren't jokes? I, and I guess that goes into your intention of, like, what is a joke, what's offensive, you know, your opinion on all that. But, like, what about, what if Roseanne, as she's sitting in bed tweeting this at night, high, hopped up on Ambien, um, what if she's not, like, writing a joke? Or what if Samantha B is, like, serious when she calls her this and people still sort of use that, well, if it's a joke, it's sort of acceptable, like... I don't even know where I'm going with that, but like... Well, I, I mean, I kind of do. I think that, like, as a comedian, I don't want people to have the ability to call anything that someone is offended by a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if if in uh, if in Charlottesville, those guys were like, ah, we just got these torches as a joke. <laughs> we were all joking. just a big gag. We were joking. Yeah. We're just joking. We're just joking and joshing around. These are ironically burning swastikas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's 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 like it makes it harder for me. Yeah. Someone who I mean, look, <laughs> I also don't tell jokes, and I think we both know it. Uh, I just have a I just have a very strong delivery. You know, so it's, <laughs> but it's like you know, I'm a guy who's trying to tell jokes out here, and when people hide behind jokes as like a hand wave to excuse saying something like terribly hurtful mm -hmm. then it, you know it's just like ah that's well you well congratulations you've cheapened what i do even more than i do <laughs> so it's so it's like uh and I, I i'm not a huge fan of i'm not a huge fan of that i would say that you know that context matters yeah uh if if john cleese john cleese uh, goose steps in an episode of Faulty Towers. Uh huh. Well, that's his character doing it, and it's clearly wrong because there are Germans in that episode. And that's the episode why it's of Faulty funny. Tower called yeah. the Germans. And those Germans, like 
one of the women is literally crying while he's doing it. I love that. And, the, and one of the one of the male Germans goes like, "The war was incredibly hard on Germany. You have no idea what we went through." <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. So, so it's kind of like, well, there's some fully formed context there. If I were a concentration camp survivor and I saw that and I got upset, I would also be like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get the I get that you're upset at this. Mm-hmm. What what are you supposed to not be upset at that? You know, so it, so it's kind of like you know context and and the person who the the joke is targeting like those things matter. Like Samantha B called another rich Samantha B a rich blonde lady called another rich blonde lady the c word. Ah, uh, I don't necessarily know that the world is gonna fall down. It's yeah. like oh no. Now people will start calling women the C word more. Something they've never, ever done. <laughs> like, something they definitely didn't do to Ivanka Trump's political opponents. You know, like, no one ever called Hillary the C word. So I really hope Samantha B doesn't start this reign of C word terror. Yeah, and but, that um, was brought up uh, with this story a lot as a reaction to it. Yeah, but, you know, on the other hand, when, like, when, when powerful people, like, make fun of a Make fun of black people who, like, aren't super powerful. And it's just kind of like, oh, it just feels different. It's just different. And, of course, look, all of this is fucking subjective. Yeah. Nobody should ever go to jail for a bad joke. Like, you know, it shouldn't be a crime. It it it, it shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be carried through the public square and have tomatoes thrown at you. But it's like, if you make a shitty joke, just say, like, yeah, you know, I made a shitty joke and I'm sorry. It was yeah. shitty. I thought it'd be funny and it wasn't. I guess. By what, the way, I thought my appearance on the show would be funny, and it wasn't. Not, I did hey, something at, shitty. I made a shitty appearance, and I'm sorry. Uh, see, no. how, see how easy that was. No, uh, this is great. We, we forgive you. <laughs> I think. Oh, I think the God. difference uh, that I'm trying to get at, though, is like the difference between a shitty joke, like if Jim Norton does a rape joke and it doesn't like fly over well, and he goes, "Well, you know, it's my career. I was trying to make light of something. It didn't work." You know, et cetera, et cetera, versus like someone like Bill Maher, who like sometimes Bill Maher does get serious about things and you can tell that he's not joking. And it's like people use that as sort of a like, oh, well, he was joking. And it's like, but like, was he, you know, like, I don't know. Again, I don't know where I'm going with the thought, but I feel like that's the issue with. Oh, sorry. I feel like that's like what's being applied to like Roseanne right now, maybe. Well, I think the issue with Bill Maher was that he thought that saying the N-word would be hilarious. Like, because, like, when he delivers the line, like, he's got this, like, smug, waiting for applause yeah. face. <laughs> and, it's li- and it's like, okay, so what you just revealed to us is that, like, you live in a weird bubble where the N-word is really funny to you. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, Bill Maher. All right. All right. All right. Okay, you're weird. You kind of showed us your true colors there, Bill Maher. <laughs> like, if you're going to say this on live TV on HBO, like, how often are you saying this in private? Yeah. It seems kind of like you just dished it out there. <laughs> it seems like it seems like that was one of your go-tos. It's like, ugh. But, um... Like party conversation, you know? You know? Yeah. Having, yeah, a, having it, an hors d'oeuvre and uh, dropping the N-word. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but um, but uh, but on the other hand, like, 
if everyone wasn't outraged about everything all the time, your show wouldn't exist. True. Like, yes. Like, everybody's mad now. And exactly. I personally, like, I think everybody's mad because nobody has the money. Like, that's, you know, that's why it, I'm yeah. curious. It's, it's, it's like, I feel like if everybody had a job, they weren't afraid of losing tomorrow. And if everybody didn't have to live with seven roommates, and like, if everybody wasn't like, Worried about all their the student loan debt that they took on to get the job they haven't gotten. Like, and if everybody's health insurance wasn't tied to their job, so it's like, oh, it's a double whammy. If you lose your job, not only can you not afford rent, but you can't afford the medic the maintenance medication you need. Like, I feel like everybody is mad. Yeah, it's it's and- it's a society that is. Uh, you know, it's it's flimsy. It's like a it's really fucking flimsy. Typical liberals. Well, I mean. There, that, but that's how Trump won the election because he was like, he was like, "I'll give you all the best jobs. You all become, you all become gold plated robots." Yeah, it's fuck yes, <laughs> finally, your savings are going to be huge. And everyone was like, "Yeah, I would like my savings to be huge." Like people were like, "I would like my coal job back. That would be great." So yeah, they voted for the guy that said, "Like, I'll fix your life." So, you know, it's 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 like everybody does it, and then nobody fixes anybody's life, and everything gets worse. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to Thought Cops. <laughs> <laughs> a rousing gonna, endorsement. Going to use that as a cold open. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's sentence Samantha B. Though. Grant, I think. Would you like to go ahead? I think Asterios had a good point. I think we should run her through the streets and throw tomatoes at her. All right. He's organic a- tomatoes. Yes. Though. Yes. Okay. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> organic. No factory farming for those tomatoes. She's a liberal. She, G- you know, GMO free. Yeah, those are like poison to her skin. God forbid if one of her kids sees it, they might have an allergy attack. <laughs> so let's. We got time for one more. Let's do it. So uh, I think oh, Deadpool two came out recently. Yeah, did you guys see it? Uh, no, I I might though. You I might see it. I'm. Have you seen it? I yeah. might. I got I got movie pass. I yes, like. Dead, yes. I thought Deadpool one was great. It's uh, it's like comparable. I cool. I kept trying to decide if I liked one or two better, and I think the fact that I had this debate going on in my head means that it was a solid movie. Cool, I yeah. Really I will, uh, yeah, like uh, Asterios also have Movie Pass, so I'll check it out. But uh, I, well, people are mad because one of the Asian characters has a streak in her hair. Yeah. What is with that? Seriously, What's the deal with it. We'll, we'll put this image on the website, or I don't know if we can or not. But probably not. But <laughs> Google it. Google Asian hair streak. It is. It is a trope in so much of popular media, where the token Asian girl, like the uh, the hot badass yeah. uh, Asian girl who usually knows karate. Yeah. Um fucking goddamn ready player one holy shit uh the character like pacific we have images here from what pacific rim uh what scott else pilgrim, scott cloud pilgrim cloud atlas transformers the funny Prime, thing about that is like scott pilgrim actually almost made light of it because there's at one point where she gets hit and he's like he knocked the highlights out of her hair but seriously uh i didn't realize that this trope like existed at all before so i don't even know what to think of it like yet because i haven't had time to process it i don't really understand why yeah like i i guess like i i don't know man like there is something something going on here it's fishy asterios you're part chinese do you have any uh highlights wow. in your hair no beca- but i mean unlike all the people that have this this streak in their hair i'm not attractive 
Like I'm looking at. I, I went back to know your meme, yeah. and there is a know your meme page for the Asian hair streak. I'm looking at all these. I'm looking at all these ladies, and it's like, look, yeah, this is. They're all pretty hot. They've all got the dis dip dyed hair. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a stereotype. But what a stereotype! I love it. Yeah. So what is this character? What's the character's name? Uh, Yukio. She uh she's a very very minor character like um do you get uh in the first movie there was like Mecha Sonic teenage warhead or whatever it's yeah. like her girlfriend yep. and they both play a very small role in this movie like neither of them are really seen at all like one or two or three times like at most that's hilarious like they're like not to be this person but like the uh, they're kind of I feel like they're kind of going for like. Like Deadpool, yeah, or Marvel movies, yeah, we're uh, we're accepting of like all lifestyles, and they have like a uh, lesbian couple for like what three seconds. She just pro- didn't pro- play that big that. of a role. Yeah. They they did some things with that. Well, I don't I don't want to go too into the movie, but she basically her thing was like Deadpool loved her, like he was just like, oh my god, you're so adorable, and she just went, hi Deadpool, and he went, hi Yukio, and that like that was the entire interaction. So they think one Spo- spoilers, but that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Now I can't see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. I'm boycotting it. Actually, uh, so yeah, because I've been too entertained by that quip. <laughs> if I go in there, I might have a heart attack. If the rest of the movie is that great, it's I'd probably walk out of there. As Dennis Roseanne's career. <laughs> Woo! So, boys, uh, so we have a quote here from at Nerdy Asians. Uh, says it's time for Western media to drop the idea that Asian girls need neon streaks of color in their hair to stand out. All right. Yeah, well, I, I guess the the stereotype that's being argued here is that in a lot of movies, uh, Asian women are seen as like subservient, and when they get this streak in their hair, they're seen as like non-subservient and like kick-ass punk rock, yeah. futuristic, you know, whatever. The thing about this too is like it, it almost it also speaks to just the laziness of Hollywood. Like when tropes like this are pointed out so easily, it's like creativity is really fucking hard, man. You just pull from the shit you see every day and copy it, and you hope nobody else notices. It's sort of like a stylistic thing, though, like. It it's sort of like um, serious. We were just taking a picture. <laughs> yep, taking a picture of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I. <laughs> Why? Is something I, wrong? No, <laughs> I'm just. I just heard the camera shutter. I thought of maybe I heard a zipper, but I don't. Know. Maybe that's my imagination. I don't know. <laughs> just glad that this is so riveting. <laughs> okay, let's right, just let's let's, let's, talk, pu- let's let's go back to talking about this. No, now. let's punish this. Let's get this shit over with. Um, fine with that. Well, well, it's okay. Look, yeah. here's the here's the thing about this. It's like the difficult thing about all of this outrage stuff is that it's like. It's like, yes, everyone is too upset and everyone needs to fucking chillax. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, all Asian lady characters probably shouldn't be drawn the same. It's like both of those things are true. So it's fucking difficult because it's like, I don't know any Asian ladies with a hot streak in their hair. 
if I do, I probably would have asked them out. They would have turned me down and I wouldn't know them anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of like, so yeah, it's just, it's just difficult. Cause it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, I feel like only in the past couple of years have have we started trying to stop turning Asian people into like uh like I always think of Daniel uh uh Dan- I I think his name is Daniel Day Kim or Daniel, Daniel Kim's character on Lost. Not Daniel Day Lewis. Pretending uh, to be an Asian Daniel- man. Yeah. His final Well, he role. would be the best. Are you kidding me? He'd probably go to Japan for two years. <laughs> yes. Get himself yes. some of those house slippers. Probably warm himself under a Kotaku. Like it'd probably be great. A Kotaku, probably be awesome. It, he even the website Kotaku. Wait, hold on. Let me look it up. Asian table warming thing. It's called a. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. A Kotatsu. Warm Same himself up under a probably. Kotatsu. Oh damn it, Gina! Gina's Gina's really up my ass here. Okay, I gotta go in a minute. Let yes. can we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. Let's wrap this up. Okay, punish. Uh, uh, no more hair dye. Done. Okay, scroll down. Scroll down. <laughs> uh, key to the city this week uh, goes to Asterios. This key to the city it always goes to the folks who are the do-gooders of the week. This would be, you know, this is your choice. You've had you've had quite the journey. Feel free to dedicate it to whoever you like. Uh, my recommendation, for the sake of brevity here, maybe your lawyer. Ah, uh, Greenberg. That's his name. What? Greenberger, Jordan Greenberger. Jordan Greenberger. Key to the city goes to Jordan Greenberger. Go- uh, fucking it up. Gordon Greenberger. Go- Gordon, <laughs> Gordon Red. Gordon Dreamberger. Yes, my lawyer, <laughs> Gordon Dreamberger. Uh, check him out. Uh, this week's uh, Thought Cops Word of the Week is uh, Web Counter Suit. No, I think we've already discussed. Uh, what? <laughs> Web. We've already discussed this at length. It's, uh, I'm assuming, just to uh, constantly, uh, compulsively ask your uh, online audience if you should sue somebody who's uh, acting like a piece sued of shit. Yeah. And, and also sued you already. So, hey, Asterios, thank you so much for giving us all this time and effort. We love having you on the show. You're one of our favorite comedians, and we are so happy to see you flying uh, relative comparatively free i know you know the, the things are still up in the air in general fuck maddox thank yes! you stereos thank guys oh, look i'm so sorry i gotta go oh it's okay. I, uh, I have to go do some twitch with my friend gina yes Busy she's man. a kung fu master i'm not kidding does she have a streak so, like, never mind i already went there <laughs> uh <laughs> wait no she doesn't that's another girl i know without a streak um, but anyway, I'm glad I've kept my streak of appearing on your show alive. Thank right. you guys so much we for having one, me. One love- final thing here. Uh, we got one yes. last, uh, Thought Cops five-star review on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We'll read it on the show. This one, hmm, gee, I wonder who this could be. Go ahead. Uh, this is from Thought Patrol. He says, Grant, <laughs> Grant is better, TBH fam. Who the- this podcast is perfectly adequate. That's so, not that's not I what the, that's not what it said earlier today, but that uh is, yep, that's okay. That's what it said. All right, interesting. Well, thanks so much for listening. This has been Thought Cops, episode 69. Uh go get your dick sucked, get your pussy eaten, and then uh suck or eat a pussy or dick, and then have it happen at the same exact time. Looks like the number 69. It's funny. Uh thanks for listening. Peace.